is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, hey, Be You Collective. I'm so happy to be with you again. Welcome again to all of our new listeners and happy birthday to us. If you didn't hear, we just celebrated one year of and with the BU podcast and you, which is the BU Collective. So one year of cracking ourselves open, one year of getting closer and closer to finding and discovering the real us so that we can walk into this world without apology as her. I want to thank you all for this last year. Yes, we had 100 episodes a few weeks ago and we celebrated that, but this is a really big deal. One year in the podcast world, one year of a thriving and expanding and growing and exciting and evolving podcast, our show, again, top 100 over and over again in multiple categories because of you. I'm a big piece of this, but you are a big piece of this because otherwise it would just be me talking into a microphone and then listening to it myself. You, you, you are the reason that women in almost 90 countries now are listening to VU. You are the reason that without any advertising, we are growing and growing and growing. It's because of you, not just because you're sharing it. And so many of you are, thank you. Not just because of the ratings and reviews. And oh, by the way, seriously, will you please go do that? In the world of podcasting, I had no idea before. You know, when you go through the drive-thru, I know a lot of people pretend they don't go through the drive-thru. But if you ever go through the drive-thru or you're at a, a store, at least in the United States, they'll ask you to look at the bottom of the receipt and dial a phone number and give them a good review. And I always have the best of intentions. Sure, I'll do that. And then I drive away and I don't do it. And every now and then I make myself stop and do it. Well, now that I have a podcast, I do that shit all the time because I realize it's so important. So the gift to me, not just my ego, okay? Yes, it feels good. Thank you. But the gift to me and to everyone else listening is that the ratings and the reviews, specifically those reviews, help more women see us. And they also show people who are just sort of searching and scanning what we're about because they need to hear it from you, not from me. So please just take a minute and give us a five-star rating and write a quick review. It would mean so much to all of us. So not just because of the ratings and reviews and you all sharing this with people, but the other reason that we are hitting the one-year mark with so much success and so much momentum is because you are on this journey with me. You know, we say on BU, we're not just here to get our hair done. We're not here to look good. We're not here to serve up fluff. That's fun, actually. I like that sometimes. 
but we are here to dig deep and to do the messy work that a lot of people are unwilling to do. We are Fruit Loops in a world of Cheerios, ladies. We are swimming upstream and we are causing a beautiful ripple effect of change in this world. We are creating more light and love in the entire world because of the work we are doing together on BU. So again, thank you. Happy birthday to all of us together to be you podcast. Thank you so much to everyone who edits and puts the images together. Thank you to Sky King and Caroline and everyone else who helps us with the behind the scenes to make this come out looking so great and sounding so great. Thank you to all of you. Thank you to my friends. Thank you to my biggest supporter, who is my husband, TK. And I'm also going to say thank you to my creator. Thank you for inspiring me and helping me to get courageous enough to do something so terrifying. And that was to start a podcast. Remember, if you feel a prompt and you hear the whisper and you get the nudge, there's a reason. There was a reason it came to you. You get to say yes or no. And if you say yes, magic will happen. Growth new experiences, lessons learned. And at some point, if you keep doing it consistency, you will find success. So on that note, having just talked about growth and consistency, oh, let's just take a deep collective breath together. 99% of you listening are women. This may not feel like it applies to you, every little piece of it, but I know that there is something in this episode that's going to hit you and strike a chord, and cause you to pause. And I hope it's an invitation, a bold kick in the ass invitation to stop trying to do it all, to stop trying to be it all. And some of you will say, I don't do that. Some of you are telling the truth. Some of you think you're not doing that, but you are. It's just not showing up in the way of trying to do as in doing. Maybe you're trying to be everything. Maybe you're trying to be everything that every person needs, but you're okay with delegating tasks. In one capacity or another, I would bet, I would bet that you are trying to do more than you need to do. So many of us as women, we feel this burden. We feel this obligation. We feel that there's just this role that we've been thrown into just because of society. And we don't get to get out of it. We don't get to change the rules. We don't get to say no. We just do it. We end up resenting it over time. And some of us end up saying, I quit. I'm inviting you to break up with doing it all. I'm inviting you to give a big F you to the rule that says that you have to do and be everything. I'm challenging you to do that. And I hope this episode inspires you to do that. Some of us learn it much, much later in life. Some of us learn it early on, but there is a connection to our core wound. Wounds. It's not a coincidence that some of us do this more than others. And we happen to have wounding that creates a feeling of not enough or the need for approval. When we're trying to do it all, to be everything to everyone, whether we realize it or not, It's coming from programming. It's coming from insecurity. It's coming from the need for outside validation. It's coming from the mindset, if I X, then I'll be Y. If I do this, then and only then will I be 
that. And that is the goal. Because if I am that, then, 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 then. If I am that, then I get that. And if I get that, then I am that. And if I am that, then I have that. It's this vicious, never-ending cycle, this loop of not enough. And what keeps it going is a deep-seated fear, which comes from a deep core wound that we aren't even aware of. This is why we're trying to look our best, to be amazing in the bedroom, to look our best physically, to have our house a certain way, to achieve goals, to make sure we exercise, to make sure we're raising our kids the right way, feeling like it's our obligation just because we are female to make sure that we are the ones that have dinner on the table. Nothing wrong with wanting to have dinner on the table and enjoying making food for your family. But the obligation that we have to do it just because we're the female. And oh, by the way, we're acting like the male in societal terms because we also feel like we have to make money. We have to have a career or maybe we want to do that. We'd rather not be making the meals, but we're the woman. So we're going to do both. And by the way, we need to do it well. We need to look good while we're pregnant and we need to snap right back right after we have that baby. We need to make sure we're not aging too quickly or at all. We need to make sure that we aren't too much, but we also need to make sure that we are using our voice. We need to make it look like when we're in our career that we don't have children, but we need to mom so well that it looks like we don't have a career. We have to throw the birthday parties. We have to be the room mom. We have to have a cute Instagram account. Keep up with Pinterest. Listen to podcasts. We feel like we need to apologize if we're not doing it all. We criticize the women who are delegating and choosing not to do and be everything when secretly that's what we want. So when we're trying to do everything and be everything, no matter what, it ends up in resentment exhaustion, and addiction. It is the worst drug out there because we'll never get it. It it is this self-fulfilling prophecy of if I do this, then I will get that approval, that love. Then I'll be enough. Then I'll be accepted. And it's all subconscious. We don't know that that's what we're doing. We think we're just being a good mom. We think we're just being a good wife. We think we're just being a good woman, a good human, a good parent. But truly, that's what we're doing. Somewhere along the line, when we were a child, we didn't feel like we were enough. So we figured out how to be enough. And the how came from outside of ourselves. If I do and be this way, then I'm finally worthy and I'm enough and I'm worthy of love. And then we're doing it as parents and we're doing it as women and we're doing it to each other and we're measuring each other by this and we're comparing each other and comparing other women while secretly like we're hating that some women don't do this but secretly we admire them we just aren't willing to give ourselves permission to say fuck it i am not doing everything i will not try to be everything we're not choosing complacency and mediocrity we're still okay with excellence just not perfection I have been addicted to trying to do it all and be good at everything I do my entire life. I am almost 50 years old and I am just getting this. I thought I gave it up when I was willing to have someone help me clean my house. And that was difficult. I thought I gave it up when I was willing to not have 
that masculine energy driving my business where I'm constantly controlling and smashing goals and running and achieving and forcing. I thought, oh yeah, I've arrived, I've arrived. But I was still doing this shit behind the scenes in other areas. I've compared this like duality, this like secret behavior. I've compared it before. You've heard me say that it's like having a messy, dirty room in your house that no one sees but you or having shit sandwiches rotting in the basement somewhere in the crevices of the basement while the house looks perfect. Whipped cream on shit. That's what this is. Many of us are doing this. And by the way, don't apologize for that or feel bad for that or slam yourself for it. This isn't an invitation to criticize yourself. That's not what growth is. One of my coaches said to me a few weeks ago, I love this. She said that her coach told her that you can't heal a wound with the same behavior that created it. So if my wound is that I'm not enough unless I do X or BX, I'm not going to fix that by telling myself that I'm bad and wrong and not enough unless I fix that. It's not going to work. I have to accept that and say, oh, it's interesting. I know why I'm like that. It makes sense. Totally comes from a core wound. Totally makes sense. It's okay. It has served me in many ways. I've gotten a lot of shit done. I've done this, done that. I'm just ready to look at things differently now. You see, that's a healthy way for us to look at it. So we need to look at this with love. Give ourselves love and grace as we are examining these parts of ourselves. Do not shame yourself because otherwise you're just causing the same problem in a different way. So there are two types of women, you see. There are women who appear to be doing it all, but they're not. They're either proud to tell you that they're not, and they admit that they're delegating and hire things, hiring things out and okay with progress over perfection, and they're not looking for outside validation. They don't give a shit. They're willing to have their kids eat cereal a couple of nights a week if they have to or whatever it is. There are those women who look like they're doing it all, but they're not. Or they're not doing it all and they're totally open about it. That's one type. The other type of woman is doing it all. She really is. And she's exhausted. She's fucking exhausted. She can't imagine doing this for her entire life. There isn't enough caffeine in the world to give her the energy and stamina that she needs because the energy and stamina is not coming from herself. It's coming from the validation that she's getting from what she's doing. So she's always exhausted from it. She's outside of her real self. She's walking around with a mask on and smiling. She's resentful. She resents the people that she's doing everything for and she resents herself. And she resents the decision to try and do and be everything for everyone. Yet she's doing it still. Why? Because it's coming from a wound and she doesn't know it. It's a drug, remember? She can't stop. She feels that she can't stop. She's addicted. And at some moment, she wakes up. And maybe this is the day that you wake up. Maybe this is the day that you hear this and you say, oh my God, I had no idea I was doing that. Is that why I do that? Or I actually don't do it all and I feel like shit about it. I constantly feel guilty. I feel like I'm not enough. Okay, so let's say that that's a third category. The first category is the woman who doesn't do it all and she either tells you or she doesn't. The second category is the woman who does do it all and she's freaking exhausted and resentful and she can't get off the hamster wheel. And now I just realized there's a third woman and she's the woman who isn't doing it all, but she feels horrible about it. 
she doesn't feel good about it. She constantly feels like she's not enough because she's not Sally the influencer and Susie the homemaker while being amazing in bed, while looking great, while being a nurturing, loving mother, while on a spiritual journey, while, 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 and, and, and. What if, what if you decided today to be the woman who doesn't do it all, who doesn't need to do it all or pretend to do it all or to be it all, and she feels good about it? She's willing to delegate. She's willing to take shortcuts. She's willing to rest and take a nap. She's willing to not be on social media if she doesn't feel like it. She's willing to only do things that light her up. She's willing to do things in excellence without an ounce of the need for perfection. She's willing to tune out the opinions of others and not need, desire, want, look for, seek out the approval and validation from other people. She doesn't say, if I do or be X, then I'll be Y. She says, I'm already that without doing X or anything else. Thank you. I am already enough. I am already loved. I'm already worthy. I'm already amazing. I'm already loving. I'm already beautiful. I'm already accepted. I'm already celebrated. I'm already chosen. Thank you. I don't need to do anything to get or be what I used to think I needed. Because I'm already that. I already be that. The result from trying to do it all was resentment, exhaustion, addiction, never enough, emptiness. But what's the result? When we choose to not do it all and not apologize for it, not justify or explain it, not feel guilty about it, and unapologetically walk into the world and around and in this world that way, ugh, the result I'm finally discovering is rest, freedom, peace, joy, fun, self-acceptance, love. It's funny, the result is also describing what you have to have to get that, right? So the result is being able to rest without apology. But I get that by allowing myself to rest. The result is being free and peaceful and joyous and happy and joy-filled and all of that. But I have to be that way to get that. I'm finally in that spot and I am telling you there is no place I will ever be again for the rest of my life. I will have moments, of course, that pull me back to my autopilot. I've created new neural pathways, but man, those old roads are well-paved. They are very familiar. Remember the parking meter analogy? I came up with that. I don't know. I was on a coaching call years ago when I was leading a large team of women. And then I said it all the time after that. It just came to me one day that... When we're learning new behaviors, new ways of being and rewriting those stories and changing how we're showing up in this world. It's like getting parking into a parking spot and there's a parking meter. And the old us, which is our false self, not the real us, the old us would have had an unlimited supply of coins for that parking meter. And as we keep growing 
and lifting the veil and unmasking and unbecoming and inviting and allowing truth and love and getting closer to God, which is love and truth about who we are. We have less and less and less coins in our pocket for that meter. Every time there's less and there's less and there's less. And one day, in the right timing, with no pressure on when it happens, we will get to the point where we reach into our pocket and there's nothing in there because we realize we don't need to park there at all. We certainly aren't going to live there anymore. We aren't going to hang out there for a month or a week, but we don't even need to be there. We start to pull into that spot and we're like, yep, this doesn't fit anymore. Bye. And we pull away. How do you do that? Okay, Jill, that sounds great. How do I do that? I want to not do it all, but how do I do that without feeling guilty? How do I do that without feeling like all the pieces are going to fall apart, that everything is going to crumble because if I'm not doing it, no one's going to do it. The answer is the same. By learning to love yourself as you are, by learning to dig deep enough to find what those core wounds are, And think of love as like a healing salve and putting that salve all over those wounds and watching them just disappear. Being willing to release pain that we don't know is there through what? Breath, sound, and movement. Getting into our bodies. You heard me talking about movement and dance in the last episode. Doesn't need to be that drastic. You don't need to dance under the moon with a bunch of women. Although I invite you to. You can just stand alone in your room, put some music on, close your eyes, take a few deep breaths. No one's watching. No one's judging. Pray if you need to. Do what you need to do to feel safe and just move your body and just kind of see what happens with that music. You can try breath work, gentle, gentle breath work if you want. There are so many ways to release. And as you and I release, we rebuild, we release, we rebuild, we release, we rebuild. But just start with this, this conversation, just this awareness, just being aware. Oh my gosh, wait a minute. Hold on. I'm not the only one that does that. I didn't realize that. Wait a minute. I can change the rules of this game. I didn't know that. Why didn't someone tell me I could change the rules? Because the rules say I have to do all those things. And if I don't, I have to feel bad about it. I have to defend, justify, and explain it. I have to apologize for not doing it all and being it all and not doing it all and being it all really, really well. In fact, perfectly. Why didn't someone tell me? I missed the memo. Well, today's the day. Today's your permission slip. Today's the memo. I'm delivering this with a lot of energy because I want this to pierce through the shit that has built up around your heart the societal programming, the ancestral stuff, everything that's telling you that as a woman, you have to do anything in order to be worthy enough, accepted, loved, etc. You're not beautiful enough unless you. You're not worthy enough unless you. You're not successful enough unless you. No, you're already those things. Just by virtue of being alive. Just because you are alive. Everything else is icing. Everything else is extra. Many of us, most of us, it will be very difficult to give this up because it's like our blankie and our pacifier. It's our security because this is all we know. We don't know 
how to let go of this because it's our identity. What's our identity? Our identity is, remember, I'm not worthy and lovable and accepted and liked unless I X, Y, or Z. That's our whole identity. So when someone suggests, as I am today, giving up that identity for freedom, many times we will choose the shit because the shit is familiar to us. And what is familiarity? Familiarity feels safe. So that's what we're going to choose. I'm inviting you to not choose that. I am almost begging you to not choose that anymore. I don't care if it feels safe and familiar. It's poison. It is death. I killed myself a thousand times over trying to be more and do more through achievement, through my parenting, through my looks, through my... You'll never get it. You could wake up tomorrow and look like what you believe is the most beautiful woman on earth. Picture her right now. You could have all the money in the world. You could be hugely successful and have the generosity and the love from the world that Mother Teresa had. You could be the best mom on the planet. You could be all of that. And unless you're willing to truly choose the path of I'm already enough without all of that, none of it will be anything more than another big healthy dose of the drug of I have to do to be. It will just be a bigger helping of that. You'll have all that. You'll look like all that, but you will still be unfulfilled. This is not just about, you know, finding peace and joy, even if you're broke and even if you're this and even if you're that. This is different for women. This is about letting go of and in, like breaking up with and leaving behind forever the rule book that says that you have to do anything in order to be enough. How you parent, how you look, how much you donate, how much you serve others. That's a big one for us, isn't it? Well, she has such a servant's heart, right? Because I have to have a servant's heart to be good enough. If I'm not serving and volunteering and sacrificing, then I'm not whole. I am telling you right now, you don't have to sacrifice shit. Here's the interesting part though. Once you really go here, the generosity, the service, the making an impact, the gifting to others, it's embodied. You'll do it, but it won't come from a place of wound. It won't come from a place of pain. It won't come from a place of, I need to do this so that I will, which is selfish as hell. It's giving with strings attached and we don't even know it. Exercising only so our ass looks great. Now, the byproduct of working out and taking care of ourselves is our ass will look great. There's nothing wrong with that. But doing it only for that reason, you'll always feel empty. If we decide that we already are enough, we already look amazing. The results are so different and feel so different. The woman who doesn't need to do anything in order to have or be loved, accepted, etc. She's the one. She's the one who listens to her intuition. 
The other woman is deaf to her intuition, deaf to it. How do I find my intuition? How do I tap in? Okay, this is how. You can't hear your intuition when you're listening to the bullshit narrative that was created when you were a child. You can't hear your intuition when you're paying attention to what people think of you. You can't even hear it, let alone tune into it and follow it. The woman who decides that she doesn't have to do it all and she does that, she bees that without apology and says it openly and doesn't feel guilty about it, she's willing to let go of things. She's willing to surrender. She doesn't love herself and take care of herself because some Pinterest meme says so, because some coach says so, because someone on Instagram that she follows says so, because that's what successful women do. That's what I did. I used to... I would follow, use my masculine energy to try to be in my feminine energy. I was going to achieve worthiness. I was going to master peace. I didn't know it, but that's what I was doing. I got to read all the books. I got to learn, learn, learn. I got to learn. And I realize now that that was the opposite approach. You can't control your way into this, force your way into this way of being, achieve your way into this way of being. You unbecome into this way of being. You don't need any outside validation. So you're okay with hiring something out. You're okay with having someone clean your house. You don't feel guilty because you don't want to pack a perfect lunch for your children. You don't feel like they have to have the perfect Christmas. You're okay with not getting credit for things. You don't have to be the leader. You don't have to be right. You don't have to be needed. How does that feel? As women, so many of us, I'm the queen of this. We need to be needed in order to be worthy. Again, take it all the way back to childhood. That's where our codependency starts. If I'm needed, if I can make this person happy, if I can serve them, if I can, then I will. But when we live in this freedom, peace, joy, don't have to do it all, don't care to do it all, don't want to do it all. I couldn't do it all even if I tried. Why would I? When we live here and it comes from a real place of integration, like it's in me. I'm not pretending. There's no apology. There's no guilt. It's just who we are. When we're here, oh my God, the impact we can make on this world. We can achieve so much more. When you just look at business, when we are here, which is in our divine feminine, by the way. We will achieve so much more and create so much more with very little effort. We're not wasting our energy on the try. This woman is okay with being herself. She doesn't pretend to be herself. She really is. She's okay with walking away from a career. She's okay with walking away from a relationship. She's okay with changing course, taking a sharp right or left turn unexpectedly. She's okay with, and in fact, embraces change. She embraces the unpredictable. She flows with the river. When I said we are the women who are Fruit Loops in a World of Cheerios and we swim upstream, you might think that's a contradiction. 
but we swim upstream not because we want life to be harder. What I mean is we're willing to go the opposite direction of everyone else, but truly we flow with the river wherever it takes us without any fear whatsoever. These women are truly grounded in their faith. And I am not talking religion here. Faith in whatever higher power they believe in. Faith that they don't need a net to jump. They don't just believe in change and embrace change. They are change. If something calls to them, they say yes. Because they can hear it so clearly. So those of you who are trying to do it all and you feel like you have to and you're exhausted and you're just sick of it, join the club. Because every other woman who's doing that feels the exact same way. They're just not telling you. You've now been let in on this secret. Please tell other people. How do you tell them? By doing it yourself. Remember, I, I, several episodes ago, I talked about how, you know, you go to a party and you think that everyone's going to be super dressed up. You don't know that, but you just, you dress up just in case. And then someone comes in there and breaks that rule and she's in her casual clothes and really comfy shoes. And you're like, well, I didn't know. I didn't get the memo. I didn't know we could do that. That's what this is. You're going to be her. You are going to be the one who challenges the system and you're going to give every woman out there permission to break the rules, to not have rules. Living like this says, I don't need to control your perception of me because I already feel safe in my body and safety to me now means loving me as me. I'm not looking to outside sources for safety which looks like validation and you're enough and you're good enough and you're a great mom and you look great and oh my gosh, your body and you have this many followers and da-da-da-da-da. We don't need that. Please send this to a friend who feels like she has to do everything. She has to be everything and if she doesn't, she's doing it wrong. Please send this to her. Invite her into freedom. I'm telling you, this end of the pool is nice. The water is nice. You will never go back. And there's plenty of room over here.